This is Long Story Short from the Connecticut Mirror and WSHU Public Radio. I'm J.D. Allen, in for Ebong Udama. COVID-19 persists in Connecticut. Over the weekend, the state reported its highest seven-day positivity rate since February, about 14%. And over 300 Connecticut residents were hospitalized with coronavirus last week. Jenna Carlesso is a health reporter at the Connecticut Mirror. She joins us to talk about her article on Sunday detailing who's most affected by coronavirus in this so-called post-pandemic era. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Coronavirus has taken on many faces. The most recent variant of the virus is Omicron, which surged in January. Can you tell us about its contagious subvariants the state and the federal government are monitoring? Yes, there are a couple of uh, subvariants of Omicron that have been gaining traction in Connecticut and elsewhere. One of them, BA 2.12.1, could become the Uh, dominant form of COVID-19 in the United States in the coming weeks. Much of Connecticut is classified as a red zone, which means 100 out of every 100,000 people in each county are infected, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC recommends the state mask up indoors in all counties except for Fairfield and New London, but that could change as cases increase and hospital beds fill Uh, What precautions are in place today in the state? So right now today, um, there is no longer a mask mandate required either uh, statewide in public buildings or in the schools. Um, The state is recommending in those high zones that you mentioned that people wear uh, masks when indoors. Yeah. Uh, WSHU spoke with State Health Commissioner Manisha Jutani last week about the specific data they're collecting to get a clearer picture of how the virus is spreading. Test positivity currently is not the same thing as it once was. Everybody sees that. And the major thing that it's offering us right now is a trajectory. It's showing us that we're continuing to go up or we're starting to come down. The actual number means much less. What we also know is that a lot of people are doing self-test kits, and we are not asking for people to report self-test kits. What we're really concerned about at this point is the impact on the healthcare system. Impact on the healthcare system. Connecticut hospitals are about 75% bed capacity, with 4% of the beds occupied by coronavirus patients, according to hospital data that's reported to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Jenna, what tools does the state and its health system have to keep infections and hospitalizations low? So the tools that state officials are recommending the public use are, you know, mask wearing. But again, that's a recommendation and not a mandate uh, currently. If you do come down with a case of COVID, there are test to treat facilities where you can go in, get a test. And if you qualify for uh, an antiviral like a Paxlovid, you may get access to that. Social distancing is something that was used. But again, that there's a lot of emphasis currently on personal responsibility right now, uh, as opposed to uh, sort of mandate or uh, restrictions that are in place. Not everybody with COVID becomes hospitalized, only the most vulnerable. A lot of your reporting this week focused on those who are calculating the risk each day of trying to prevent contracting the virus or protecting their families from coming in contact. Yes. So as a lot of society is resuming 
pre-pandemic activities, uh, graduations, uh, sporting events, all kinds of indoor, uh, as well as outdoor stuff. Um, there are folks who are, are feeling left behind. It, it may be somebody who is themselves immune compromised. Perhaps they're caring for a loved one uh, or through their job. It's their job to care for somebody who is immune suppressed or they live with somebody who is immune suppressed. Um, also elderly folks uh, who are more uh, at higher risk um, may not be able to move ahead. Uh, and in fact, many are not able to move ahead as everybody else is because uh, for them getting COVID is not sort of a, you know, everything will be okay if I get it. It has higher consequences for them. This past week, your reporting highlighted the story of a mother who's also a caretaker of her adult son. Can you tell me a little bit about their story? Yeah. Pam Hunt, uh, who lives in Norwich, uh, is caring for her 25-year-old son, Yehoshua, uh, he has a condition known as trisomy 13, also called Patau syndrome, which is a genetic disorder. Uh, it can cause seizures, decrease muscle tone, uh, skeletal abnormalities, etc. He has cognitive disabilities. He relies on the use of a wheelchair. He's deafblind. Um, and since uh, we're in this quote unquote new normal, they've had to be more careful than ever. Uh, that means, you know, if somebody comes by the house, she has to talk to them from their car. They're not doing activities like the movies or, or other things where they may be exposed to folks uh, who are unmasked, even in a park. If it gets crowded, there are too many unmasked people. She's described, you know, having to move away or avoid or perhaps go back home. Uh, and the world has gotten a lot smaller for folks, uh, for many folks who have these immune conditions. You know, a moment ago, we referred to the term post-pandemic era and the new normal. Is the pandemic really behind us or for a parent and their child like these folks? That is, um, you know, a line we're hearing from state and federal officials. Um, you'll hear post-pandemic, you'll hear new normal. Even uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci mentioned uh, recently that the U.S. was out of the pandemic phase um, before sort of walking that back to acute stage of the pandemic phase. We are right now still in Connecticut, as you mentioned, almost 14% positivity rate. Our hospitalizations, uh, which you know were under 100 just a few months ago, are back up over 300 at this time. And COVID is, is spreading and it's on the rise right now. Jenna Carlesso is a health reporter with the Connecticut Mirror. Her article, As COVID Hangs On, The New Normal is Leaving Many Behind, is co-written with Connecticut Mirror investigative researcher Katie Govala. Nice to talk to you, Jenna. You too. I am J.D. Allen, in for Ebong Udama. Long Story Short comes from the Connecticut Mirror and WSHU Public Radio. Read the story at ctmirror.org or wshu.org.